You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Yes, see, welcome to uh, this episode we're recording today called uh, Grounds for Discussion. <laughs> wow, it's fabulous, isn't it? Really? Really? <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> what a modern um, art of technology and radio blending in together to a beautiful mesh. Wow, I, I just can't believe it. Podcasting finds a way. Let me tell you. Now, excuse me while I go play uh, some jazz piano here. <laughs> I love how Jeff Goldblum just dropped a jazz album and nobody gave it a second thought. Everybody's like, yeah, it sounds about right. Well, he's been playing jazz for years. He has? Yeah. My friend uh, Travis saw him. Really? Yeah. One of the clubs. Oh, one in the clubs? In the, cl- in the clubs, you know, uh, the place I... where people gather to dance and enjoy and have merriment and fun. <laughs> anyway, here's Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Comedian Sarah Silverman singing a song for you guys. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I did Owen Wilson there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's a show I would pay to see. <laughs> instead Jeff of Goldblum Jeff Goldblum and Owen Wilson, but instead of scatting, he just wows the whole time. Wow! 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 Has anybody ever created a Owen Wilson wow pedal? <laughs> Please tell me somebody has. I feel like I've seen a video where like it's Rage Against the Machine. And instead of, you know, that like a bulls on parade, it goes down, down, tick, down, down. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, that's amazing. Call it a, instead of a wah pedal, a wow pedal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff, sir. That's really, really great stuff. I'm excited to talk to you about this album here on the newest episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, we're talking about jazz. You just got to add oh, in like yeah. a little bit of, like, yeah. 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 Mm. a little bit of improvisation here. Mm. Mm. This uh, beautiful mm. human being right across from me mm. who's snapping along right now in the background. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here for Adam Goldman. <laughs> Sitting across from me is John M I E L K Milker. Ah, yes, it's good to be here. Good to be back, fulfilling our hipster destiny as we talk about music while drinking coffee and talking about amounts, copious amounts, and talking about jazz music and Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yes. Yes, I wish we could talk about Jeff Goldblum every week. You know, I, I Jeff feel Goldblum like that's a, a topic where you just never run out of anything to say. I mean, look at that face. I know, He's so right? Happy. This guy's aged extremely well. 
Yeah. We're, we're right now looking at the album cover for Jeff Goldblum's latest album, The Capitol Studio Sessions. So it's Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer? Snitzer Orch- Orchestra. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I thought I was about to sneeze while saying that. So it might have actually worked out in my favor. Snitzer! Snitzer! <laughs> and pretty much this is a fun little jazz album that Jeff Goldblum just, you know, decided to drop on a whim here. You know, him looking all stylish on the front cover, a nice white tuxedo. And pretty much what you're in for is some classy jazz tunes. You know, maybe maybe a little joke here or there, yeah. you know, with Jeff Goldblum on piano. Definitely and has those vibes, you know, those Frank Sinatra kind yeah. of vibes like, hey. Our world is ending, but everything's okay. We'll yeah. It's it's almost kind of like the Dean Martin show yeah. type of style. Like there's a little bit of variety to it. And this is just a very intriguing album to listen to. I'm really glad we're talking about it. What are your first thoughts? You know, jazz finds a way. <laughs> and, you know, when you've been performing on piano, it's a good little jazz album. It is. It's a good little jazz album. You know, it it's is. Jeff Gold. I, I think it's one of those things. You know, if it didn't have Jeff Goldblum's name attached to it, would it? You know, change how I felt about it? Probably not. Probably not. No, it's, it's there. <laughs> like I feel the energy, but I don't at the same time. Especially since it's like a live recording. Like, I know these guys are seem to be all talented musicians, very skilled and personable. But like. I don't feel the energy. No. Do you feel it? Like, no, I, I I, didn't either. It's hard to say because, like, you know, when you play music live, there's a lot of elements going on, a lot of influences, a lot of, you know, outside noise and concentration. But, like, being a musician, you know, you can tell energy when something has energy or not. And I just mm-hmm. feel like this doesn't have energy to it. No, it, it, it doesn't. Um, I think it's one of those cases where you had to be there. You yes. very much had to have been there. Seeing this live probably feeding off the energy of seeing him perform with the other musicians and the audience that you're with probably would have been like busting a gut. Yeah. But listening to it secondhand, it's like, okay, this is harmless fun. Yeah. While you're listening to it, you know, something you could definitely put on for grandma and grandpa. It's weird too. Cause like Jeff Goldblum talks in this occasionally, but it doesn't sound like him. No. Right. Did Mm-mm. you get that impression too? It, it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. That's a good point. It almost sounds like maybe because we've gotten so used to the Jeff Goldblum persona that he tried up almost a jazz persona here. Maybe. Don't you think? I yeah. felt like he was kind of yeah. like, all right, I'm going to have fun with this. Like, I'm, I'm going to treat this seriously, but I'm also going to have fun with it at the same time. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. See, I thought this album was going to be a studio recording. Mm-hmm. And I, you know... I just feel like the presence of the live kind of kills the vibe of it because like you were saying, you know, when you can't watch this music live, Mm -hmm. it's got a different energy to it. Yes, it does. Like, oh man, what's, I think we both have this record, but that Miles Davis album and that John Coltrane album. Oh yeah. The live one. Yeah. The live ones. Like Mm -hmm. when you listen to something like that, there's definitely. The final tour, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can tell that there's tension. Yes. You can tell there there's this energy between them both and the band and it feeds off, you know, that performance. But this is just like play the play it. You know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and not I'm not doubting the strengths of these musicians because everyone is extremely talented at what they do, but just as a cohesive listening thing, it's just like I wanted more. I'm 
<laughs> I know we say it all the time, but I'm right there I with you, buddy. I wanted Jurassic Park size jazz. And there is a Jurassic Park reference too on the album as well. Hey. Spoiler. Yeah. That's not really a spoiler. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, this Jeff Goldblum, I think, is a decent piano player. Yes. But he's not anything special. Don't expect, you know, grandiose, beautiful piano ballads. Expect, hey, let's do some jazz standards and, you know, we're just going to get the people yeah, together. Yeah, they do, they do a cover a of time. Caravan. Yeah, actually, that's probably my favorite track on this because I felt like they at least did something a little bit different with it. Yeah. But Caravan is one of those kind of jazz standards that's been covered so many times that just hearing it again is just kind of like, all right, this is this is nice. It's crowd pleaser. Everybody yep. knows it. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's kind of just predictable. Yeah, I think we're both just underwhelmed. Yeah, and I w- it's not like I was not liking it as no it's definitely enjoyable it's a it's a good listen just like i don't know i wanted something more i think that live element just kind of kills it i was also expecting more skits on this too yeah there really wasn't a lot there was a bit between him and sarah silverman before they went into a song and it, it was okay maybe i got a chuckle or two i don't dislike sarah silverman but her singing is is actually decent but it also sounds like too that she's trying to play up a character as well. Yeah, and I don't know if and I without need see, that. And without seeing it in person, there's a difference, you know. Yeah. Especially since there seems to be a lot of visual gags that they're doing while they're singing. Yeah. And it does feel like Jeff Goldblum is trying to talk to the audience through it, but it cuts off before he mm-hmm. can actually say what he wants to say, kind of thing. I wonder if this is one of those cases too, where like seeing it, not only just live because we've already established that, but also seeing it like a recording of it would increase the enjoyment as well. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like this very much, like I was saying, is a variety show. And when you just narrow it down to the song elements, well, that seems incomplete. Yeah, I'm sure when you see him live, there's more of a show element to it. And I'm sure he tells stories and, you know. Yeah, and and Jeff Goldblum is a likable guy and... He, you know, there's definitely a good vibe throughout this whole album. It never really gets, you know, too down. Like you said, you know, they talk about the world ending and stuff like that. But, you know, it they they, they do it with a pep in their step. That's you right. Know? Hey, everything's going to be all right and all that good stuff. I, I, I just, I don't need any more standards of these kind of jazz songs unless you're going to do something with them. And not really anything too different is done with them. Like, it's one of those kind of things where it's like, if you went and saw these renditions done at, I don't know, like, not trying to downplay the ability of these people, but if you went and saw a high school performance of this, high school jazz club decides to play some standards, you would enjoy that about as much as what you're hearing on this album. Yeah, it... Without knowing it's Jeff Goldblum, like if you took that element out of it, you'd just be like, okay, this is just some easy listening jazz. Like mm-hmm. having Jeff Goldblum in the band is basically almost a hindrance because it's like when you don't let Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. you it doesn't add anything to it. Like the whole appeal of this group is it's Jeff Goldblum's jazz band. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can play numbers and all this stuff, but what people want is those little intersections of him going, well... 
you know, me and uh, Bobby here on guitar, you know, we used to joke around about how, you know, the jazz measures and uh, the bars and, you know, they, yeah. they, they want like that improv element to it. And I think that's what you get if you see him play these songs and it's missing on this album. Yeah. And this is from his weekly gig that he did at the Rockwell in L.A. And <laughs> like it sounds like such an L.A. album. It really does. It seems like that kind of like, hey, let's let's get the boys together and just, yeah, just, let's, just you play know, some tunes. You know, it'll, you be, know? F- it'll be fun, guys. Let's just record an album, yeah. you know. We'll invite some of our friends out now. Yeah. I got Sarah Silverman on standby. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't do anything to disrespect these classics. He doesn't do anything to butcher them. No, there's just no energy to it. No, there's, there's no, no there's no energy and there's no life. Right. And not necessarily saying a studio recording would help with that, but I think, you know, and I think we can jump into our final thoughts here. Yes, sir. You know, when I heard Jeff Goldblum jazz album, I'm like, oh, snap, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. I know he's an acclaimed pianist. So do you know H. John Benjamin? Yes, I do. Yeah. So he made a jazz album, too. Oh, I did not know that. (laughs) Really? But he doesn't know how to play the piano. Oh, that's that's pretty good. So it's literally like three other jazz players who are extremely good at what they do. And he hits the piano just, and he's just yelling stuff like, play me off, Johnny. Like another one. Like he just yells like random stuff and it's hilarious, but it's like, that's his style and comedy and it transitions into this album. And it's funny to listen to because that's his style. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, Jeff Goldblum tries to make an album, it's like, okay, there's going to be some weird Jeff Goldblum elements to it. And that's what I'm kind of looking for. But there really wasn't, there wasn't a lot. It was just him saying, okay, let's play jazz together and just do these classics, guys. Just play it off. So yeah, it is good listening. Yes. It's just I wish there was more to it. So I think that's why ultimately I'm going to give this a download it. We have a local jazz radio station here from NPR that's broadcasted out of UCF. And that station is most likely going to be playing songs from this album. Yeah, I could see that. But I almost feel like that does a disservice to all the really good jazz out there. These are renditions I personally really just don't need to hear again and again. And if you're going to do it, please do something different with it. Like when you listen to Kamasi Washington's Claire de Lune, it is an epic rendition of that track. Nothing against covers, nothing well, against... that's his style, too, though. You know, it's grandiose. Yes, sure, but, like, Jeff Goldblum is just kind of like, you know, whatever, we're just having a good time here. Yeah, exactly. It's not you know? It's not Jeff Goldblum-y enough for me. No, exactly. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. His mark isn't on any of these tracks. He's yeah. a decent piano player. I mean, I, I'm going to sound like a, you know really hipster jazz fan here but it's it's not up to par with some of the great pianists out there even of today right i mean he's not aiming for that though it's no you're right like you were saying get his buddies together play a couple of hits you know have a good time do a little solo here and there you're right entertain the but entertain the kind people out there in the audience i don't feel like there's ever any real point on this album where he gets a chance to show him being a good piano player yeah i don't there might have been one or two piano solos. It was mostly the band. But it was mo- exactly, it was mostly the band. So it's like his name is on here. And minus the skits, you really wouldn't have known that Jeff Goldblum had his name on this. Mm-hmm. 
There's nothing here that really says this is Jeff Goldblum at all. <laughs> like, that's just what's really disappointing about it. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know you've talked about that as as well. I was just really waiting for the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great piano part from him. No, no. Uh, there's a female singer that appears on a couple different tracks on here. They do a fun rendition of G-Baby, Ain't I Good to You. And for you fans out there of The Mask, you'll recognize that song. That's the, the song that Cameron Diaz does in the white dress. While oh. Jim Carrey's The Mask is hitting himself over the head with a mallet. <laughs> Looney Tunes style. Yes, I, I really love that movie. I am not afraid to admit it. <laughs> but... Yeah, so I'm I'm right there with you, man. This is absolutely a stream it. This is something safe. Put it on at your holiday party. We got got Thanksgiving coming up. Play it then. Play mm, play it, play it for your folks who, you know, could go for something easy going. Maybe they'll need a little bit of comedy, you know, but just just make sure they're not super Republican cuz <laughs> Actually, do make sure they're super Republican and play this for them. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was trying to not go the route of being a troll, but Ad- Ad- Adam Adam will cross that bridge. It's Thanksgiving. It's time to troll your loved ones. Do <laughs> that's it. What the, that's what the holidays are all about, That's what the right? holidays are all about, trolling. That's what it's all about, getting your racist grandpa or uncle going, right? That's right. <laughs> showing them why it's wrong. I the just, power of Jeff Goldblum. I just imagine you going over to the uh, stereo or that Bluetooth speaker and just increasing the volume from when they start talking about global warming and the redskins and all that i could just see that right now and just this big grin forming like a big giant grinch come grin come on uncle just say it global warming's a myth <gasps> no it's not <laughs> damn goldblum doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> oh man <laughs> Uh, so so before we end this episode here uh look can, can you do the jeff goldblum lap lap as well <laughs> like like but what like i'm he? talking about the jurassic park one like, where he's like ha ha <laughs> 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 you know, i i signed up to this movie I, I wasn't sure what to expect when i was getting on there but uh you know i heard the word baby and geniuses in it and i was just like sold Wait a second, he's in Baby Geniuses? Yeah, he's a scientist. Wait, really? He's the dad. I did not know that. He's the main dad, yeah. I. First off, why have you seen Baby Geniuses? Who hasn't seen Baby Geniuses? Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> oh, a lot of people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. I did not know Jeff Goldblum was in that. Wow, you just blew my mind, man. Yeah. Ah, I swear, these these podcasts are both fun and educational every <laughs> single time. Join us next week when we talk about baby geniuses and the, <laughs> the beauty behind it. Yeah, right? Well, hey, before we wrap up, next album will be Anderson Pack, right? Yes. And his uh, that- latest album, Oxford? Oxford? Something like that. Ox- he doesn't know. Oxford? Oxford? Oxford, comma? <laughs> Who gives a... Who gives a... Oh, man. Can't wait for that album. That's going to be so much fun. Wait, is Jeff Goldblum not in this movie? What movie? Baby Geniuses. I'm looking it up right now. <gasps> is Adam wrong? I might be wrong. I swear, he, I thought he was in this movie. Oh, man. It, it may, maybe it's uh, his uh, his long-lost twin. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Gold. Wait, hold on. I just realized something. 
You could literally change up the first two letters of his first and last name, and his name would still be pronounced the same way. Wait, say that again. So if you put the G from Goldblum, mm-hmm. swap it with the J. Oh, I got the you. J. Geff. <laughs> well, you could spell Jeff with a G. That's true. That's, that's my middle name. Oh, look See? at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think it's a Scottish spelling. I don't, I don't know. Man, maybe I need to rewatch Baby Geniuses. I don't think that was him. Yeah, you're going to be watching that by yourself. Oh. Sorry. Oh, I'm thinking of Cats and Dogs. Oh. That's why. Oh, okay. That's what happens. Whoa. You know, say la vie. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> makes that mistake. Yeah, he's in Cats and Dogs. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go watch Cats and Dogs, starring Toby McGuire as a talking beagle. Wait, what? Toby um, McGuire's in that movie. Oh no. Wait, you don't know that, and you're a fan of t- Cats and Dogs? <laughs> oh boy. Toby McGuire. Oh, Alec Baldwin. Yes. Let's see here. Sean Hayes, yes. Susan Sarandon, well, Charleston Heston. Wow, look at that. John Lovitz. Wait, Charleston Heston is in that? As oh, the no Mastiff, kidding. the leader of the dog agents. Oh, no kidding. Yikes. Oh, boy. Well, John Lovitz, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh. <laughs> wow. What? John Lovitz is a dog? <laughs> As Mr. Tinkles, second in command. <laughs> I went to the doctor the other day, and now it's gone! <laughs> I, I took a paycheck from cats and dogs. Please, please, you're embarrassing me. Hanukkah Harry, classic. Adam, this has been fun. Yeah, this has been really, really fun. We're we're tailing off here, but this has been another great episode, I think, of G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast drop us a line at g4d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks